So just going and posting up on social every week is not great advice. They're saying post local market update, community highlight, a new graph, a motivational quote. says there is no limit to your feed. So they're just saying go post some shit, uh, which isn't good advice. Are you a new real estate agent ready to learn from industry leaders who were once in your shoes and now want to give back? Learning tips, tricks, hacks, advice, and most importantly of all, what to avoid. You'll learn the pain of the growth process that has helped them get to where they are today. From seasoned agents to agents who are still new to the game, but growing and scaling their business at a rapid pace. Welcome to the new real estate agent podcast with Ryan Strong. All right, and let's get right into it. The new real estate agent podcast. And today we are talking about the new real estate agent checklist, right? Simple steps to build your brand. I'm actually going to do this one a little bit different. All right, this is a little bit different. This isn't just me and my thoughts, you know, and rambling and, and giving you those thoughts necessarily. I have an article in front of me uh, keep from keepingcurrentmatters.com, which is a huge uh, real estate agent website with a ton of agent resources. Um, you can choose to pay for that their premier stuff if you want to. Do I think you need to? No. But I'm going to go through this article, um, this checklist that they have. And I want to give my honest thoughts because this article, it pops up when you're looking at new real estate agent tips and stuff like that. And, and I really want to, because a lot of agents see this, I want to go through it and give my thoughts on this. And I'll put a link down in the description too for you as far as the link to this article. And you can kind of, you know, go through it yourself and, and, you know, maybe line my thoughts up with it or disagree with my thoughts. But before we get into all that, again, I'm Ryan and I'm here with the Channel Junkies, right? Channeljunkies.com. You can look us up, channeljunkies.com, Channel Junkies on YouTube. Uh, in the podcast world, we've got the Walk and Talk podcast with Jackson. We've got Topos and Talk with Jesse talking everything about EXP Realty and the real estate industry. And then we've got myself here with the new real estate agent podcast. All of us are the, the trio that are of the channel junkies. Again, on YouTube, you can search the new real estate agent. And you'll find me. You can search cloud-based brokerage and you'll find Jesse Dow. And you can search channel junkies and you'll find Jackson Wilkie, right? Tons of free information, tons of free content to help you get your YouTube channel up off the ground running, right? To help you decide what's the best brokerage for you. And from myself being a newer real estate agent, providing you the tips, tricks, advice, and most importantly of all the things to avoid. So again, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Please leave us a review. We appreciate any and all feedback. Looking forward to it. That's all we really ask of you. And if you're thinking about joining eXp, of course, reach out. Or if you have any questions, reach out. And we can answer them right here on the podcast to Ryan at channeljunkies.com. Okay. Now, let's get into it. I'm out of breath already. Woo. All right, let's get into it. This is, again, it's on keepingcurrentmatters.com. And I just want to go, I'm not going to read you the article, but what I am going to do is go through their tips. All right, this is their checklist. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten items right here on this checklist that I'm going to go through. So let's go ahead and kick things off with the first one that they have that says sign up for market insights. And what they're saying is because the real estate market can pretty much change like the wind, right? And your clients are always looking to you to answer their questions. They want you to sign up for updates. And this is actually their kind of pitch right here. They even have a call to action. But um, do I agree that you need to sign up for market insights? Not necessarily. 
Now, with your board, right, whatever market you're in, right, your board should be more most likely be emailing you insights anyway. For me, I kind of disagree with this because you should be studying as a new real estate agent, you should be studying your MLS. And I don't mean just staring at the screen. What I mean is knowing your MLS data, all right? Knowing the data from 10 years ago, from 20 years ago, and knowing the data from up until, you know, 36 months ago to now. Because 36 months ago, right, things were different. And then, of course, the last almost two years were nuts with the seller's market. Um, and then where we're at today. Not just knowing that data, though. Knowing the data about the very specific zip codes. For instance, for my MLS, I can go in my MLS and I can type in a very specific zip code. And I can get the average rent or the median rent. I can get the average sales price um, for that zip code. I can get the median sales price. I can get days on market, home sold, everything that I need to know, which then gives me more knowledge when I am getting into conversations with people about real estate and communities because that's what it's all about is the communities, right? What do the homes look like in that community? How much do they appreciate for? Is it a great investment or is it a great place to call my forever home, plant my roots, that type of stuff? My whole point is that you should just be on your own. You shouldn't have to sign up for Market Insights. So one of the very first things you should be doing anyway is studying the data in your market. You can also go, uh, like in our MLS, not everybody's MLS is created equal. I've seen some other ones and I'm just like, oh my goodness. In ours, I can actually go put in a very specific neighborhood um, and I can get the data for that neighborhood. And that helps me get really, really... Uh, in-depth, right? In-depth knowledge. And when you have this in-depth knowledge, why, why are you doing this, right? Well, let's ask that question. Why do you want, why does Ryan want me studying this thing? So when you get a question, right? When you get a question about your market or a neighborhood or a zip code, whichever it is, all right? And you don't know the answer to that question right then and there, it doesn't necessarily make you look bad, but you lost that opportunity to build trust, all right? You lost that opportunity to build trust. If I was out um, at a dinner with a, you know, a large group and somebody said, oh, yeah, so-and-so mentioned that you're a real estate agent. We're actually thinking about um, buying in this community over here. Do you know, like, what's going on over here or how's the market look over here, right? And I don't know that answer then and there. I lost that opportunity to build trust. And so... Then I'm like, th that turns into, hey, yeah, well, actually, let me get your number, um, and I'd, I'd, I'd actually prefer to call you and talk more about this in a different setting, and so that's kind of like deferring, right? But re in reality, you don't know your shit. <laughs> that's what it is in reality. When you can speak to it, then in there and say, yeah, yeah, actually, so... I mean, I don't want to get in the weeds too much, you know, we're kind of out to dinner, but just, you know, briefly, and then you and I can definitely talk about this later too, but briefly, here's what's happening in that community. So it's a super hot community, days on the market are this, the average home price sells for this, that's actually an appreciation or an increase of 13% over the last six months. And like you just built, if you can do that right then and there, you just built so much trust with that person that that's just going to be huge for you, right? And then you become the go-to. So that knowledge, knowing that knowledge and being able to spit that knowledge out, nobody's going to question how long you've been in real estate, all right? Nobody's going to question it. So uh, I got I got long-winded on that one. I really did. I get passionate about it too, hear that. <laughs> but sign up for Market Insights, eh, not necessarily. What's the next one? Get a CRM, all right? Those Three letters are one of real estate agents' most important allies in getting listings. 
it's one of your most important allies regardless, buyers and sellers. It's not just for getting listings. So there's a little, uh, yeah, that's a little bit, um, it's client relationship management, right? But that's, I don't know, that's, that's deceiving. It's not just for listings. Um, and depending on the brokerage that you're at, you shouldn't need to go get a CRM. So in some of the other episodes, we talked about like choosing the brokerage and what does the brokerage offer you. Uh, you shouldn't need to go get a CRM. Here at eXp Realty, we have KV Core. With our $85 a month that we pay to eXp, we have KV Core, which to me is, you know, some of the, you know, one of the best of the best. Um, some people like it, some people don't. That's with everything. Uh, I love KV Core and I've used other ones like Boomtown and some other ones and uh, to me it's right on par with them and uh, if not better, right? I love what they have to offer. So now, I, of course, things could change. There's always things that, you know, we want to be better, but not everybody else wants them to be better. So go get a CRM. Uh, I don't think you should have to do that. If you do have to do that, though, then yes, I agree with keeping current matters on this one. You do need a CRM. You need a place where you can manage your clients, right? Send them emails, text messages, and whatnot. Most CRMs these days are tied to a home search. And what I mean by that with KV Core. On the back end, yes, KV Core is my CRM. On the front end for clients, it's a it's a Zillow, it's a realtor, right? It's a home search website that they can go search homes and I can track. So should you have to go get a CRM? I don't believe you should have to, but do you need a CRM? Yes, I definitely think you need a CRM. Uh, so, you know, talk to your brokerage or your potential brokerage or if you think about joining EXP, reach out to me and we can talk more about it. All right, next on their list is set up business instagram and facebook account this is this is no <laughs> no um and i'm going directly with the wording so let me and i'll clarify they're saying though these days one of the first places potential clients are going to to try and find you is on social media right not only does having business profile add your credibility it gives it also gives you more opportunities for connecting with leads creating ads and getting engagement so those words set up business Instagram and Facebook account. That's that's where I get no. That's where I go no. Um, so Facebook ads and Instagram ads are not what they used to be. All right, when it comes to lead generation, all right, and generating leads on social media, it's not what it used to be. They actually convert at a right around a one percent, which is terrible. Which is absolutely terrible. And the fact that they're saying set up a business Instagram. Uh, I also don't agree with, and here's why. They obviously are not fully in tune with how these platforms are and what they do um, and to certain things like that. So, for instance, if I were to chase, you know, reels and TikTok kind of, you know, short form content on Instagram and I have a business account, last I checked, which was pretty recent, that limits the amount of licensed music that you're allowed to use, especially if something's trending. All right. And... I don't, like I said, the, the ads don't convert and the leads aren't as good. Uh, so I don't run any ads on Facebook and Instagram. But what I do understand is how to get my content seen by people other than my followers to grow my audience and my influence without having to run ads. So do I think you need to set up a business and in Instagram uh, Facebook account? No. Facebook, let's talk about that. So when they say set up a business Facebook account, they're talking about a Facebook page, a Facebook page that is considered your business. And they're mostly, you know, saying go run ads on that. Again, those ads generate poor quality leads and they don't convert very high. And 
if you're thinking that you're going to post on your business Instagram and have it automatically post to your business Facebook and that's going to be good, it's not going to go anywhere and nobody's going to see it. Both of these platforms, which are owned by Meta now, not Facebook, Meta, um, both of these platforms have killed their organic reach. And so that's why they want you to pay to play. Facebook pages get seen by almost nobody. Uh, very, very small. Very, very small. So Facebook pages, the, pretty much the only reason you have a Facebook page is to run ads, essentially. Other than that, there's no real reason to have it. Um, it doesn't, nobody's going to look at your Facebook page. If anything, they're going to find you on Instagram and, and try to vet you from there. Uh, and on my Instagram, it's all location information and me. It's actually 85% me. And then I would say maybe the other, you know, yeah, probably actually, you know, I'd say 80% me, 20% business, most likely. Actually, probably trending more towards about that 90% me and location and 10% business. But keeping current matters is just following whoever's saying what they actually don't know. So I'm going to disagree with them on this one. Um, get two posts up on every social or on social every week. So it says, you know, now that you have your profile set up, you got to start posting and da da da. So just going and posting up on social every week is not great advice. They're saying post local market update, community highlight, a new graph, a motivational quote. It says there is no limit to your feed. So they're just saying go post some shit, uh, which isn't good advice. If you start following what all the other agents are doing, which is posting all of their photos of homes and photos of you know in escrow, closing, uh, that type of stuff, it doesn't work. It's not going to work. All right. Posting local market updates doesn't really work. All right. The one thing that does work on every single platform is location information, top five areas to live, right? What's about, what, what are the amenities are in this community? What are the top things to do in this community? What's in this community? Location information is what works on every single platform. So don't don't, don't, don't post what all the other realtors are doing. I promise you it doesn't work. <laughs> um, all right, next. Create a welcome email. Um, well, you kind of got to have a list to send the email, don't you? Anyway, it says the average welcome email generates four times more opens and five times more clicks than regular email marketing campaigns. Um, as the first impression for most of your leads, this is a great opportunity to introduce yourself and start the conversation. So I kind of have an issue with this because you're saying, so I ran a Facebook ad and I got a crappy lead and I created a welcome email. Um, then I should have this email ready for them because it's got four to five times more clicks. Um, I'm not about this because I do business differently. All right. Should you have an email marketing campaign or should you have some sort of email campaign available? Yes. But when it comes to creating a welcome email, so the way that I do business is I don't just rent. I don't buy lists. I don't run ads for crappy leads. Um, my main pillar is YouTube, which it looks like we're going to get into next. And I start. I email people after we have met. They know who I am. They're expecting these emails. They're you know they're already prepped for it. Not just I have I, I scammed you or I ran an ad and I got your email and now I'm going to send you a welcome email. This is going to convert very low and it's going to be a waste of time. Um, so yes, you need email campaigns and you need email marketing, but there's a way to go about it. So 
Next on our list, start a YouTube channel. Yes, 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 yes. All right. They even said, this might seem like something that should fall at the bottom of your to-do list right now, but the truth is YouTube is one of the most important parts of your digital marketing strategy. So I agree with them, yes. But let's read into it. It's the number one social media platform consumers use when researching a new business and as a new agent, build credibility and brand awareness should be at the top of your list. I agree with them there. Not sure where to get started? Check out our guide on how to create a YouTube channel for your real estate business. I do not recommend that. Um, just like most of these other things, I do not think Keeping Current Matters is in tune with how to actually build your business on YouTube. Most likely, they're going to... I'm not clicking on this guide either. Um, <laughs> I don't even want to see it. Because they're probably just going to tell you some of the other crap that some of the other agents are doing that, that's not correct. When it comes to building a YouTube channel, nobody knows it better than us here at the Channel Junkies. We have done it over 13 cities across the United States. And we have just, again, rinse and repeat. We know what works. YouTube is the main pillar of all of our markets, right? The main pillar. So for me out here in Hawaii, YouTube is the main pillar of my business. All right. And then I have my website, which ranks, right? And I have my Google business profile, which ranks. So I, my whole, my whole thing is search engine domination, right? I want to dominate search engines because consumer purchase intent, especially in real estate is 75% more higher from what I read on another article than it is on social media. So when we go back to the whole Instagram thing, right? Most people find me on YouTube first because I rank in YouTube because YouTube is a search engine more so than a social media platform and they are owned by Google. And so that is exactly what we teach here at the Channel Junkies. You can check out more again at channeljunkies.com, Channel Junkies Facebook group, Channel Junkies on YouTube, right? The new real estate agent, all these things, cloud-based brokerage that we talked about in the beginning. So yes, YouTube should be at the absolute top of this list, but it should say YouTube the right way, all right? And then they should have the Channel Junkies in there. Create a cloud file storage system. So... Uh, yes and no, right? The early days of being an agent are the best time to create systems that will keep you organized for years to come, and cloud storage plays a part in that, whether you're using Apple, Google, Dropbox. Um, yes and no. Do I think you this is like a, a must that you need to do ASAP? No, no, not really. Um, I do use Google Drive, all right, because I bought my domain in Google Drive for my website, and um, yeah, I use Google Drive for a lot of things. But not necessarily anything client-related. I really don't do a lot in Google Drive that is client-related as far as that goes. But for my business, yes, I do. Spreadsheets, Google Docs, those types of things. So get, next on the list, get a listing presentation ready. Uh, well, you should have both a buyer's presentation and a listing presentation, not one or the other, Okay. Uh, but here they're saying a listing presentation is one of the most important tools an agent can have, and it's never too early to start working on yours. Most places now, especially here at eXp, they have like a template listing presentation that you can go and edit and change for you. Uh, you can add in your market data and stuff like that. Uh, but I think you should have both a buyer and a seller, right? So buyer's agent and listing agent presentation ready. Um, I mostly work, I'm very buyer heavy, all right? I kind of almost prefer that side of the business. But um, I do think you need both. And these are key because these, when you go into a 
presentation or a meeting and you have these ready to go, it's going to keep you on track, on task, on time, and it's going to make sure that you really do hit all your points in that presentation that you wanted to hit to win that listing. So yes, that is super important, but it's for buyers and sellers. Sorry, my phone is going off. Sign up for a virtual conference. Um, this is a no. <laughs> no, I don't, I, depend, I don't know really what they're, they're – it's just saying there are a ton of different virtual conferences and courses. That depends on the brokerage, all right? So if you're with eXp or you decide that you want to join eXp with me as your sponsor, hint, hint, um, then – Yes, I definitely recommend going into the world, the EXP world with your avatar and going to some of the trainings. There's over 50 hours of live training every week with icon agents and people who are growing their, growing their businesses. And you should definitely hear from them on how they're doing it, just like you're hearing from me on how I'm doing this. Um, so there's virtual classes there, EXP University, right? These types of things. Going to live events is kind of, uh, uh, it depends on the event. I will say that. It really depends on the event. To me, a lot of them are watered down with bullshit. Uh, but it really depends. Um, so I will say, though, you know, at eXp, we have a ton of virtual things that you can attend, contract, compliance, stuff like that, knowing your contract, especially I know for a fact here in Hawaii for my market, and you don't have to be in Hawaii, but your state probably does the same thing. Um, I've actually gone into some of the broker state rooms and seen, but we have, you know, contract training. We have um, all kinds of training, compliance training, all that kind of stuff. If you wanted to go and attend, if you need clarification, anything like that. Um, but, you know, their whole article was, you know, this this are simple steps to build your brand. So there's my thoughts on a lot of those. Uh, like I said, a little bit different style of podcast. Um, I think a lot of this could be changed. And again, for me, my main pillar is YouTube. But my whole goal is dominate search engines, which I do with Google, Google Business, my website ranking on Google, understanding search engine optimization or SEO. Right. Again, understanding consumer purchase intent is a lot higher on search engines than it is on social media. Social media is more so for entertainment. Do people purchase from social media? Yes. But when we're talking about a $450,000 house, did they click on a link and buy it right there on social media? Or did they need to do a lot more homework on the communities? They need to build a relationship with an agent, somebody who can be honest with them about the community, everything like that. Right. So simple steps to build your brand. YouTube. YouTube, you provide the location education, the location information, and you are the brand. You are the presenter of that location information, and you want to tie in, you want to give them context of the location, and you want to tie in stories to give them relatability, all right? And when people can relate to you, they feel more comfortable calling, reaching out to you, which they do to me every single day in my team, and, you know, that's exactly how I'm able to build my business two years in, right? So we talked about a ton here. Great stuff uh, going through that checklist, and I'm not bashing Keeping Current Matters by any means. Uh, they have a great website with a ton of great resources. You should definitely go check them out. I'm going to put this link down in the description for you. But, um, yeah, we'll see you guys in the next one.